Welcome to the Healthcare IT Today interview series. We feel lucky to be able to talk to so many smart, passionate, and knowledgeable people in healthcare. Now, we're taking our favorite interviews and sharing them with you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy perspectives on the world of health IT. Hello, everyone. I'm John Lynn, the founder and chief editor at Healthcare IT Today, and I'm excited to bring you another in our series of interviews with top leaders in healthcare IT. And our guest today is Puneet Soni. He's CEO of Suki. Welcome, Puneet. Thank you. Top leader is a hyperbole, but I'll take it. Um, I'm uh, happy to be here. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I, I think what you're doing is pretty impressive. So, I, I, you know, I think I appreciate you being modest. We love that on our program. But, uh, you know, for those that don't know you, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and about Suki. Sure, sure. Um, thank you for having me here. Uh, my name is Puneet Soni. I'm the CEO and founder of Suki. Um, before I did Suki, I started my career in electronic design automation as an electrical engineer. Um, uh, worked in um, a variety of different companies in uh, in electronic design, did uh, venture investing, went to Google in the early days of the company, uh, worked in the search team for a little bit. And one thing led to the other, actually ended up running product management for mobile apps at Google. Uh, we, believe it wow. or not, built early versions of almost everything you have on your phone, Gmail, Docs, Chat, YouTube, Calendar. Some of those things can really still look the same. Uh, cool. But uh, we did that, worked on social, worked on gaming. Uh, when we acquired Motorola at Google, I was asked to run software product management there. So did that for a bit. Um, and then um, uh, went to India, where I was the chief product officer of uh, Flipkart, which is India's largest e-commerce company. Um, so the running joke around me is that uh, I've done enterprise software, electronic design, search, mobile apps, hardware, e-commerce. It's only logical that I'm doing healthcare now. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, uh, about four years ago, uh, decided that I wanted to build a company. I wanted to do something where there was clear social value uh, and take a shot at building probably one of the more relevant tech companies of our generation. I think that has to happen in healthcare. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, as I was starting to look at healthcare, I noticed this absolute crisis of uh, physician burnout and uh, the fact that all the technologies that are in this space are not really alleviating it in any significant way. And so that was the genesis behind the Suki. The company. Awesome. Well, I mean, what a, what a background. And we love having people who've come in from outside of healthcare to bring some fresh ideas. Uh, so, you know, t tell us a little bit about Suki and, you know, it's, it's an, you know, really a, an AI assistant, a voice assistant for doctors to help, you know, relieve the biggest problem that I see with doctors, which is the, the documentation burden, right? So tell us what, what's the workflow look like for a doctor that wants to use Suki? Right. You know, I, I completely agree with you, by the way. Clinical bur clinician burnout is probably one of the big, the biggest public health crisis in this country that very few people talk about. Um, it's it may be invisible to people outside, but physicians are burning out. It leads to a decline in quality of care. It leads to patients actually not getting the attention that they need. And we're taking probably one of the most sophisticated professional class in the country and, and making them effectively data clerks, uh, where they sit there clicking boxes and checking things all. <laughs> Um, now, when I saw this issue, I knew in, because some of the work I had done in my past that voice is going to be a very important uh, technology that will have a role to play in the solution to this. 
and and i think we think of voice a little bit more broadly voice is the new mobile it's mm. the next user interaction model in the world you remember when people were saying oh can you like i'll give you a glass screen and you can swipe on it and do stuff and yeah. can i type it. on that <laughs> and that happened right i That's still miss my thing. blackberry keyboard though i have to say but it's been fine yeah. <laughs> to <right>. your point <laughs> there's a lot of people who actually loved it and now it's default right it's the primary user interface of our generation uh, you know across countries and voice is exactly where that is today um it is going to become more and more easier to use that to actually do very complex tasks and no better place than healthcare for clinicians and so the idea behind suki is to build a voice based digital assistant for doctors think of uh, a siri or an uh, or a google assistant or an alexa and and think about the idea that what if it could learn your workflows and learn all the content the notes you write when from the patients you see and over time you can just give it simple commands and so you know a good interesting workflow to think about is the doctor walks into the room they talk to the patient they pick up suki and they say okay well uh, you know this is a 67 year old who's got hyperkalemia um insert a normal review of systems change heart and lungs to something prescribe a particular order insert a surgical consent suki done now suddenly in these commands and a couple of lines of dictation you have created a note that would have taken you 15 20 minutes of somebody sitting and typing <laughs> um, and you can do it in in situ in context of what you're doing so the more you use it the more we learn this alphabet soup of how you actually interact and then we allow you to give it commands and dictation in such a way that it shortcuts all of these complex workflows and creates a note and then when you say i'm done under the behind the the screen it breaks it into a structured data and pushes it into the right place into the underlying emr so your work's done you just had to casually talk to it the way you would have talked to a clinical assistant um, and you saved a tremendous amount of time probably 50 to 76% of all time on average is saved by doctors who use suki even those who use dictation by the way so anyway that's a yeah. sense of the workflow and the and the product we are building Well, and I want to dive into the EHR integration in a minute, but uh, I think that's what's interesting about what you've developed. You know, because we've had Dragon Medical forever, where you could do voice dictation into it. But if you know, you have a demo on your website that people can go check out. You know, I think it's Suki.com. It's easy to find, right? Uh, but uh, you know you have taken that voice dictation and added templates on top of it which the idea of templates is is you know part of that EHR model but done with voice is just a fascinating approach although you still have the same problem that we see in other template or copy paste it is really kind of where a game where even some EHR vendors like disabled copy and paste because they feared that whole you know you're doing voice copy paste kind of like say insert a normal template is a, is a voice copy and paste if you will uh you know how how do you kind of manage that that right. hey i'm copying pasting but maybe there's something missing here uh you know right. how do you think about that cuz there's a potential risk right that i say oh that the i was normal but i didn't actually inspect it right i you're exactly right um at the end of the day what we do is we take the prior notes of the doctor and we actually look at that and figure out all the patterns that are there including these macros and templates they may have created in other places 
We use that and we create this alphabet soup, these scripts as we call them. And then when the doctor says something like, insert my typical surgical consent, we can actually generate that relatively real time. It is something that is very specific to that doctor. And a, the same command for a different doctor might create a slightly different surgical consent because that doctor does consents in a different way. Now, when you do, typically, if you think about doctors, they do a lot of documentation by exception. So they will actually check a lot of things and there'll be one or two things that are different. So the easiest way to, to do that is to say, insert a normal review of systems, change heart and lungs to be blah or change abdomen to be something else. Now, the, the key here is an acute understanding of how do doctors actually document today and then figuring out how to use voice to actually make that happen. We don't, for example, do copy forward of entire notes because that actually mm -hmm. is just garbage in, garbage out after a while. Sure. But we do allow people to say, well, copy over the history and let's change a few lines because I noticed something new. So you just have to be careful what the limits of using this are in such a way that they are personalized to the individual doctor, unique to the setting you are in, and then not so broad that it can just basically create what I call like garbage documentation, just keeps filling up everything. Um, <laughs> the other thing that's important to notice is that think about the pre-EMR world. When you went to your doctor and you would say, oh, you know, you would talk about it. What does a doctor do? And the doctor would take a piece of paper, write down a note in a particular structure in it and document it. That was simple. It was easy. We took this EMR world and now we have created that simple piece of paper into 60 clicks and 40 different lockdowns <laughs> and things to write. What we are trying to do with Suki is actually go to the pre-EMR world, EMR world in terms of documenting style and allowing the data to be available that it should be available in the EMR world to augment. If you put that together, you can actually make this work. Interesting. Uh, you know, I wrote an article one time about the perfect uh, EHR documentation solution. It was completely flexible to whatever the doctor wanted to document. It was uh, easily trained. Uh, they picked it up quickly. Uh, and, you know, it, it would allow them to, you know, modify it easily and, you know, at, with low expense. And of course, I'm just describing paper to you, right? <laughs> and so, you know, to your point, right, uh, you're exactly. trying to make it those those elements that make documentation on paper so easy, how do we do that electronically? I think that's fascinating. This is the, you, you nailed it. This is the thesis behind Suki. When we started the company, we said, how do we bring back effectively that flexibility? Our doctors take about 30 to 45 minutes max to get trained on the system and they don't have to learn anything. They just basically try out a, a, a note and then they have learned it and then they're off to the races. You know, the note is personally personalized and customized to an individual doctor in ways that are very, very unique. And then the more you use it, it gets trained to you. And so we, we need to start thinking from the perspective of clinical clinician experience uh, when we actually build these things. We spend too much time trying to figure out what are the checks and boxes we have to put together. Um, and we end up building products that are so unwieldy that doctors actually barely use them. Or if they use them, then they, it's just a pain for them. Yeah. So let's talk about the EHR integration. How deeply can you integrate? You know, I, I had this amazing EHR integration from a great interface and they pushed it to the EHR and the EHR kept it as a PDF. And you're like, wait a minute, that's a problem. I need the yeah. granular data to do the clinical decision support, et cetera. So 
you know, where are you at on integrating with EHRs? Yeah, we um, have spent a lot of time dealing with this. How, what, how does EHR integration work? The answer is difficult. It's always hard. Um, but we have full integration with Epic, with Cerner, and with Athena. We have and do you do it as granular elements or, or how, how granular do you go? Yeah, we, we will break the entire node down in, like take Athena, we'll break all the node down to various sections and then we'll push it to the individual sections so it's granular. When you talk to Suki and you give it problems, it can actually attach ICD-10 codes to it. We actually push those ICD-10 codes to the right place so that the billing is also taken care of. We do this using Fire-based APIs. Epic, Cerner, and Athena, all three of them have it. Elation actually does a good job at it. There's a couple of other EMRs that do a reasonable job at it. The long tail is junk. They don't, and they should. Um, and uh, But these are the predominant EMRs in the, in the market. Uh, Meditech is a good one too, with whom we can actually work. These are all the EMRs that in the market that we actually work with. We have a lot of customers who use it on Epic, Cerner, and Athena, and they get discrete data integration, not a PDF attached to the encounter, which is actually not that useful for all the workflows that the doctors actually have to do. Yeah. So let's talk about, uh, you know, the buzzword in health IT right now and, and something that I really like, which is ambient clinical voice, which is, is trying to solve the same problem you're describing. So how does Suki compare to like the ambient clinical voice solutions out there? And how, how is your voice assistant different? Yeah, the primary comparison with ambient systems is that we are real. <laughs> um, the, the ambient systems are not technology. Mm. If the idea is that you want to put a person in a low cost location and have them do notes for you, is ambient technology, then they are great. They're magical. You know, it costs- a Virtual scribe. Time. Yeah, 10 to $30,000 per doctor per month. Most of these systems have three scribes behind the scenes attached to a doctor so that they can actually- uh, documented. There's nothing wrong with this business. Somebody can build a really great business in, in this business. And by the way, Augmetics is a great example of a company that actually has built a good business in this yeah. space. So there's nothing wrong with that business. We are not that business. We are a digital assistant for doctors. We are not dictation. We are not ambient scribes. We are actually a, a self-contained area of our own, which is a digital assistant for doctors. We take the things that they do again and again and automate them and give mm -hmm. them a beautiful voice and click and tap interface that they can very quickly do notes, increase the quality of their note, reduces time to do it. Now, if you talk about ambient systems, typically they are 10 to 20 times more expensive than us. There's human beings behind, so scaling is hard. By the way, all the systems that actually say that they will do that and then over time will become more and more automated and machine learned. You know, imagine going to a low margin health system and saying, I am, uh, I'm gonna give you a $20,000 per doctor per month product with a lot of hardware infrastructure attached. How many doctors can they give you? They barely have that much money. So they'll give you a few doctors. If you have few doctors, you get few, little data. If you get little data, you have very little data to do machine learning. So you cannot automate it. So this vicious cycle continues where uh, effectively people make these claims, but they never really get enough data to truly automate some of this stuff. Now, if you take Suki, it's a digital assistant. It's a pure SaaS product. There are no human beings behind the screen. There's no hardware. You can download the app on your phone and use it. 
The price is super cheap relative to all of these things. Lots of doctors can use it, creates a lot of data, which we can machine learn and automate more and more. So our commitment is we are always going to be whatever is the max that technology can do. We cannot do more than that. And, uh, and that's the primary difference between us and Ambient. They use humans, they use hardware. We are just a pure software product. And that was my question is, do you just think that, because um, you know that's their premise is that, yeah, we're using humans now augmented with technology, but eventually we can use largely technology. And it sounds like you believe that, that that's either not going to be possible because there's not enough data or for whatever other reason. Is that kind of how you look at it? So it said, let's use the technology to augment the documentation process. Here's a simple way to think about it. Now I'm talking as a technologist. If somebody could take a conversation, let's say I was a doctor, you came to me, you had a knee injury, you talked about it. And I said, what happened? He said, well, this stuff happened. Oh, by the way, I went to Rome for a vacation, which is impossible in today's world, but maybe. Uh, And I did this and I did that. The idea that some AI is going to figure out that is not a part of the note, which is the note and which is actually extra information. If somebody could summarize a doctor-patient interaction in all circumstances, not in structured orthopedic circumstances, in all circumstances, create a note, effectively you created a doctor. That seems like a big leap of technology. We don't have the tech to do this. If we had the tech for to do this, I don't think anybody has the ability to deploy any of it. There's a, only a few structured specialties where you could even try something like this. And that's where these, people, these technologies are playing out. And then the, there's not just enough data that's created to create a flexible, natural interface that summarizes these things. So this is tech that is a little ahead of its time. It's entirely possible that somebody will create a system that will allow 10, 20, 30, 40, 50% of the node to be generated automatically, ambiently. Mm-hmm. And the rest will be done using command and control and, and the doctor signs off. That is what Suki will do. We will build an ambient system, but our ambient system will only ambiently, you will basically say, Suki, pay attention. It will fill what it can guarantee, everything as the doctor will do, and then you're off to the races. Wow. Puneet, this has been awesome. Uh, you gave us a lot to chew on and uh, it looks like you're working on a, a really interesting approach to solving this uh, documentation burden problem. So thanks for so much for being on the show and thanks everyone for watching. If you want to find more great healthcare IT content like this, be sure to, ch- to check it out at healthcareittoday.com. Thanks, Puneet. Thank you so much for the time. Appreciate it.